from Australia, this is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au. It's the WIA News, believe it or not. We've got news all about ham radio. And to kick us off, something a little different this week. It's to Bruce, VK3FFF. Hi. Worldwide Special Interest Group News. And we start with the Pride Radio Group. Pride report completing 320 contacts in their midsummer VI 2021 Pride activation from April 19 to May 5 and on May 23rd. Remember to request a QSL card at Clublog or send a QSL card by mail so that you can get hold of the limited edition midsummer QSL card. VI 2021 Pride will be back on air in June for Pride Month with yet another QSL card design. Find the whole story and more information at the Pride Radio Group website. Pride Radio Group is an international group that aims to further acceptance and inclusion for unrepresented groups in amateur radio. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, ARDF. ARDF in the Netherlands is so well respected and so many hams take part regularly that they have something rather special happening today. Special event station PA21ARDF is QRV until today, May 30, to support amateur radio direction finding. QSL via the Bureau. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, CW. QUQ, QUA, CW Ops announces award. Their award for the Advancing the Art of CW. This year goes to the K1 USN Radio Club for creating and managing the K1 USN Weekly Slow Speed Contest in the US and Europe that provides a place for new and unpracticed CW operators to gather and operate at relaxed speeds in a friendly and encouraging manner that helps them continue to improve their CW skills. The CW Ops Club is a worldwide organisation of CW enthusiasts with over 2,500 members striving to promote and encourage the use of CW, educate in the skills and use of CW and which supports a range of events and programmes that allow members to continually learn, practice and improve their CW skills. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Females in Radio. An interesting event this weekend is the Day of YLs, which runs for 48 hours on Saturday and Sunday on 80, 40, 20, 10 and 2 metres. In reporting on this, the Irish Society, IRTS, says it is an all-mode event including CW, SSB, RITI, FT8, DMR, Fusion and D-Star and of course the object is to encourage whale activity. Everyone around the world is encouraged to join in the fun. Catherine Mitchell, M0IBG, inducted into CQ Hall of Fame. 
the 2021 inductees to the CQ Amateur Radio Contesting and DX Halls of Fame have been announced, and in the UK they are celebrating the inclusion of Catherine Mitchell. M0IBG into the Hall of Fame. Catherine is the Academic Director of the University of Bath Doctoral College and recipient of the 2019 Edward Appleton Medal. She is also one of the trustees to the Radio Communications Foundation Amateur Radio Charity and a corresponding member of the RSGB's Propagation Studies Committee. NASA has assigned Kayla Barron, KI5LAL, to serve as a mission specialist for the agency's SpaceX Crew-3 mission to the International Space Station, targeted to launch October 23, 2021. This will be the first spaceflight for Kayla, who became a NASA astronaut in January 2020 after completing two years of training. She earned a bachelor's degree in systems engineering from the U.S. Naval Academy in Annapolis in 2010 and a master's degree in nuclear engineering from the University of Cambridge in England in 2011 as a Gates Cambridge Scholar. Lieutenant Commodore Kayla Barron earned her submarine warfare officer qualification and deployed three times while serving aboard the USS Maine. At the time of her selection as an astronaut candidate in 2017, she was serving as the flag aide to the superintendent of the US Naval Academy. And to more space news. ISS radio operating in crossband repeater mode. The interoperable radio system aboard the International Space Station is active in cross-band repeater mode through mid-June, according to the ARIS website. However, the radio will be turned off on the 2nd of June during a Russian EVA. The cross-band repeater operates on an uplink of 145.990 MHz with a 67 Hz tone and a downlink of 437.800 MHz. In mid-June, the radio will change to the automatic packet reporting system mode. NASA has selected an Arizona State University-designed spacecraft to fly as an auxiliary payload aboard a rocket launching between 2022 and 2025. It is among 14 small research satellites that were chosen for this opportunity through NASA's CubeSat launch initiative. The ASU CubeSat, named LightCube, is about the size of a toaster and will be deployed to low Earth orbit. Its unique feature is that it can be commanded by anyone with an amateur radio licence and a ham radio to set off a xenon flash from the spacecraft that will be visible from the ground. The public will be able to track the LightCube satellite using an app, then transmit to the satellite with a ham radio. Once the signal has been received, they will see a flash from the satellite in the night sky. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Rescue Radio Red Cross Emergency Communications Spring 2021 Drill A Success The USA's Red Cross Emergency Communications Training Group held its third nationwide drill on Saturday, May 8th. 
While results are still being compiled and checked, it appears that some 800 participating radio amateurs took part in sending traffic via Winlink to one of eight Red Cross divisional clearinghouses around the USA. For the drill, participants were asked to send two Winlink messages, a Winlink check-in form providing GPS coordinates of the station, and a message containing a Red Cross Shelter Requisition Form 6409. One challenge for the second message was that the form had been filled in by hand to provide a more realistic scenario than a neatly typed one. Operators had to transcribe the requisition items. Because the May 8 date fell on World Red Cross and Red Crescent Day, hams from around the world were invited to participate and more than 50 checked in from Central and South America, Canada, Germany and South Africa. I'm Bruce, VK3FFF from sunny Bendigo. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, international news with Jason, VK2LAW. Hello. Solar flare frenzy. On Saturday last week, the sun produced a sequence of solar flares unlike anything we've seen in years. Earth-orbiting satellites detected a dozen explosions in the magnetic canopy of sunspot AR2824. One of them emitted a radio burst so strong it drowned out static from lightning storms on Earth and was recorded at midnight by listening stations in the Arctic. Now for a fun event we can all take part in. Nothing may be new under the sun, but something new will soon be out in space, keeping a vigilant eye on solar activity. The European Space Agency is designing a solar storm-hunting spacecraft that can spot coronal mass ejections before they reach the Earth. When the spacecraft detects danger, it will transmit an alert that allows us to prepare for what's to come here on Earth. That's where the fun for us comes in. ESA wants us to help name the spacecraft, which will join us in watching sunspots form and will track propagation of solar events before the end of the decade. Use the ESA website to enter the name of your choice. You have until the 17th of October. Just bear in mind that you can't submit names that have already been used for other missions because if you do use an old name, you'll surely get a bunch of coronal mass rejections. Ham SCI is looking for ham radio operators to make recordings of time-standard stations during the June 2021 annual solar eclipse across the Arctic Circle as part of a citizen science experiment. Researchers will use the crowd-sourced data to investigate the superimposed effects of auroral particle precipitation and the eclipse on HF Doppler shift. Participants would collect data using an HF radio connected to a computer running open-source software. Radio amateurs and shortwave listeners around the globe are invited to take part, even stations far from the path of totality. Last year's Eclipse festivals included more than 100 participants from 45 countries. The experiment will run from June 7 to the 12th. All participants will receive QSL certificates and updates as the data is processed. News from Region 1, Ofcom confirmed foundation operation in UK territorial waters. 
In their EMF announcement of May 18, Ofcom confirmed again that foundation and intermediate licence holders may operate from UK territorial waters as they have been able to for the last 15 years. But it seems some amateurs that are still not aware of that, with some mistakenly believing foundation operators can't even operate when sailing from Southampton to the Isle of Wight. In Region 2, IARU member societies in Haiti and the Dominican Republic working toward closer ties. The first virtual rapprochement between the Radio Club Dominicano and the Radio Club to Haiti took place early May. The Dominican Republic and Haiti share the island of Hispaniola in the Caribbean. The primary language in the Dominican is Spanish, while the primary language in Haiti is French. During the meeting, a protocol for presentation to members was developed, followed by a few words by both presidents and a short dialogue directed towards the need for future meetings to face emergency and disaster mitigation. Both presidents, Hugo Ramon, Hotel India 8, Victor Romeo Sierra, and John Robert Galliard, Hotel Hotel 2, Juliet Romeo, emphasised the need for the two member societies to coordinate efforts in order to maintain communication channels between them. Around the world in six minutes, Rich Zwerko, Kilo One Hotel Tango Victor, has completed the requirements for the Worked All Continents WAC award in six minutes. He was operating FT8 on 17 metres during the late afternoon hours. Using his Android phone, he connected to his shack computer and its three video monitors using the VNC remote access app. At that early hour, 0.15 UTC here at my Virginia location, K1HTV said, 17 metres was already open to Europe. I switched to 30 metre FT8 and proceeded to work some DX. To my amazement, I was able to make FT8 contacts with all continents to complete WAC in six minutes even. Rich believed it might be a world record for completing WAC in the shortest time. His first contact was with VK4 Papa November here in Oceania at 0725 UTC. He wrapped it up with CE3 Alpha Lima Yankee in South America at 0731 UTC. He said all contacts were made while running 75 watts into a 30-metre trap dipole. Here in Region 3, despite the many challenges posed by COVID, Comms Connect New Zealand welcomed hundreds of critical communications and public safety professionals to the Lower Hunt Event Centre for their show. It was clear that after such a long hiatus, the industry professionals were pleased to be able to meet face-to-face to network and learn from their peers. The two-day conference program featured local case studies and new technology presentations on 5G, private LTE, lightning protection, DMR network implementation, hybrid LMR LTE devices, satellite connectivity, cyber security and OT networks and their list goes on. The Comms Connect team will now turn their focus to Comms Connect Melbourne taking place October 19 to the 21st. CQDX Hall of Fame has been announced and of the several awardees is Jackie Calvo, Zulu Lima 3 Charlie Whiskey slash Foxtrot 2 Charlie Whiskey, a veteran of the French Air Force and the International Committee of the Red Cross. With postings that took him and his ham station to a dozen countries around the world, a participant in more than two dozen de-expeditions 
and World Radio Sport Team Championship competitions from 2010 to 2018 and is now a team leader for 2022. Jackie Calvo, Zulu Lima 3, Charlie Whiskey, also holds Call Foxtrot 2, Charlie Whiskey. Whilst looking at the awards presented, back to Region 1, where Francesco Valsecchi, Italy Kilo Zero Foxtrot Victor Charlie slash Hotel Victor Zero Alpha, who has regularly activated Vatican City for the past 30 years using Hotel Victor Zero Alpha and other call signs, as well as the Sovereign Military Order of Malta as one Alpha Zero Kilo Mike is a recipient. Along with fellow operators, Francesco has logged more than 300,000 QSOs for the two tiny entities, averaging roughly 10,000 contacts per year for hams around the world. The CQ Contest Hall of Fame was established in 1986 to recognise these amateurs who have made contributions to the art of radio contesting. For WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. From Australia, this is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. Available on RF and on demand 24-7 from the wia.org.au website. Intruder Watch, the enforcement zone, and darn it. Super Dual Auroral Radar Network. The Super Darn HF radio signals are causing interference to we radio amateurs on 14.210 and possibly elsewhere. The Super Darn system is an international scientific radar network consisting of 35 HF radars in both the northern and southern hemispheres. These radars are primarily used to map high-latitude plasma convention in the F region of the ionosphere, but they're also used to study a wider range of geospace phenomena, including geomagnetic storms. Superdown network radars look into Earth's upper atmosphere and operate continuously to observe the motion of charged particles, or plasma, in the ionosphere and other effects that provide scientists with information on Earth's space environment. Knowledge gained from this work provides insight into space weather hazards including radiation exposure for high-altitude travellers and disruptions to communication networks, GPS and electrical power grids. Now, operational news with Felix, VK4FUQ. Hello there. CQ Worldwide CWWPX contest on our weekend, May 29.30. Then early June, it's our VK Shires contest, June 12.13. NZ Straight Key Night, 8.9pm ZL Time, Sunday 13 June. Late June, it's time to not only warm up ourselves, but to warm up ourselves for the winter VHF UHF field days, June 26-27. IARUHF World Championship, July 10-11. Trans-Tasman Low Band Contest, July 17, 160, 80 and 40 metres using SSB, CW and Ritty or PSK. RD or Remembrance Day Contest will be August 14-15. Alara Contest combined phone and CW run over 24 hours, Saturday 28th August till Sunday 29th. DX Window. The RAF is flying high to celebrate its 100 years. The Royal Australian Air Force call sign the target is VK-100AF for Jens August 31. Antarctic Operation. 
Active is RI01ANT from Antarctica until today. May 30, from Russian Progress and Vostok-based stations. On 40 metres and higher, using CWNFT8. QSL via RX6A. Spanish Special Event. AM5IP will be on the air between May 28th and June 6th. A special QSL commemorating this, the 170th anniversary of the birth of Isaac Peral. Spanish scientist, sailor and military man, lieutenant in the Navy and inventor of the first torpedo submarine known as the Peral Submarine. Online Radio Club. England, G. Special call signs GB1ORC is on the air until the 20th of June and GB0ARC until the 24th of June, celebrating the first anniversary of the online amateur radio community. This online-based radio club is affiliated with the British Society, the RSGB. Nigeria, 5N. 5N7MSF Jean-Louis is on the air whilst working with Doctors Without Borders in Abuja until September 2021. Activities on 20 and 50 metres using SSB and your QSL via operator's instructions. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham. Wrapping up a very short edition of WIA National News, it's the 2021 social scene and in VK2 it's the Oxley Region Amateur Radio Club's Field Day at the Warhope Showground June 12 and 13. Whilst also June 12 and 13, this time in VK5, it's the CERG Convention at Mount Gambier. The WIA AGM is happening on June 26. Perth Tech, October 23 in VK6. And in VK3, Rosebud Radio Fest by Spark, 9.30am November 14. Now till next we meet, I'm Graham VK4BB and hopefully, hopefully next week we will have a WIA director on board with what's been happening oh, at our WIA. Well, no sooner have we said next week, but it's already this week. Here is Peter Clee with this week's board report. Yeah, good morning, Graham, and good morning, listeners. This month, the Regulatory Liaison Committee met with the Australian Communications and Media Authority to discuss the proposed amateur radio licensing, and in particular, the submission by the Wireless Institute of Australia. The talks were very fruitful, and there will be a full report in next week's WIA National News. The board of the WIA wants to encourage affiliated clubs to utilise this news service to advertise both social events and radio events. Because of time constraints and the need to include the regular articles, priority will always be given to affiliated clubs for articles to be included in these broadcasts. With the larger than usual domestic tourism numbers travelling around the country, information on local events is more important than ever. So what's happening in your club? Tell us, so that you can enjoy the participation by visitors and inspire other clubs to do similar events. Talking about our affiliated clubs network, we are currently seeking expressions of interest from club members who would be interested in taking on the role of affiliated clubs liaison officer. The incumbent, Ted Thrift, VK2ARA, has been in the job for many years and is looking to retire from that position. Ted's done a great job. Recently, 
I announce the date for the WIA AGM being the 26th of June 2021. The WIA AGM will be a virtual event, similar to that held last year. The event is being finalised and will be issued shortly. Participation in the event will be available via video conference, but only financial members will be able to participate, and registration will be essential. Registrations will open soon. This has been WIA Director and Secretary Peter, VK8ZZ. From Australia, this has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.